everyone. Welcome to Fur Baby Talk. This is episode 8, Puppy Training. I'm Sue Genosa, your host. So get a drink, sit down, put your earbuds in, relax, because we are going to be talking about one of the best things we have in our lives, our fur babies. I hope you enjoyed the episode. wanted to focus on puppy training. It's a real exciting time when people, you know, we bring home our little puppy and the family's all excited. We get all the supplies, you know, a bowl, the food, puppy pads. If you're going to puppy pad, train your dog, um, your crate, your toys, treats, all that good stuff. But once the excitement is over, The one thing you all have to realize is that potty train starts, crate training starts. Now crate training and puppy training can be a little tough on everybody and that's okay. It's, you have to go with the flow. You have to go along with the puppy. Um, First things first, what you need to do before you start puppy training potty training your puppy a leash you want to bring your dog out in the leash every time he or she goes out to go potty this way you can control where your puppy is going to go potty you need a bell to hang on the door I bought a cowbell our cowbell hangs on our patio door it's been there for 14 years best thing I ever did training to teach the dogs to ring the bell before they go outside even with even if you live in an apartment or a house I would recommend the bell because it lets you know when your dog has to go out no matter what and I always put it on the door that you will be using to go outside with the puppy okay now we hadn't trained a puppy in about five years we had a rescue puppy our little lucy and we had to train her crate train her and potty train her Um, she was a smart little girl Um, then she went to her new home and she went home with a friend of mine and I told Bree that you got it easy. The, the crate training and the potty training is, is all done. All you have to let her know is where to go to the door. Then, you know, we lost Diamond in last July of 2019 and last October 13th, 2019, we brought home a little puppy. She is, at the time, she was three months old, and she is a Shih Tzu King Charles Cavalier mix. She was three months old. She weighed about three pounds, maybe about two and a half pounds, and we named her Addie. We were real lucky that she was crate trained when we, we brought her home. 
only because the foster mom had her crate trained and she had her for about a week. So it takes a few days to really get them used to the crate at night. You know, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the puppy's gonna have to stay in the crate at night longer than anything. Um, so you want them to be comfortable in their crate. Potty training, the dreadful potty training. So let's begin with the potty training. Like I said, first thing you need is a leash and a belt. I also want you to think of a command word because when you, you're going to take the puppy outside, if you use the bell method, you have to ring the bell and you're gonna hang that bell low enough where the puppy can ring it. Push it with her paw, her nose, beat it. Addie pulls it, the string, and lets it bang against the, against the door if we don't come fast enough. But being a little puppy, she didn't. Now she does that. But so you're taking your puppy to the door. Carry her outside. Put the leash on while you have her in your arms so she's not going to pee. Hopefully she, at least hopefully she won't pee on you. Um, it does happen. It did happen to us many times. So you take her outside. You ring that bell. You ring that bell. You ring the bell and you think of a command. Think of before you bring the puppy home or right at the puppy home, what command. I said my command word was let's go potty. So you ring the bell and I said, Addie, let's go potty. Open the door, carry her outside to the spot where you're going to want her to go potty. To us, it was the grass. So I brought her out to the grass. Soon as she peed, it was like, good girl, good girl. You bring her back in. And, you know, I let her, you know, walk around a little bit because if she, if she had just eaten, she might have to poop too. But otherwise, you bring her back in. You can let her outside play with her outside, but nothing until she goes potty. I keep the leash on her. Um, the reason why I kept the leash on her, it's a great way of training them how to actually get used to the leash. Because a lot of puppies, obviously, they don't know what a leash is and what is going for a walk or, or why do you have this on me? So I would let her walk around and I would pick up the leash and I would just walk with her with the leash on and this way she got used to being on the leash and it was a good thing that she was outside we were walking around um i didn't take her for a walk till she was about six months old otherwise i waited for her to be potty trained and everything um so you go there outside i my secret to puppy training if you can and I think right now we're, you know, we're in the pandemic and we're all home. A lot of times, a lot of us are working from home. I think a great thing is, my secret is, I took Addie out every 15, 20 minutes. I would set that timer on my phone. Boom, time to go out. We would go outside. If I could not watch her like a hawk, she was in her crate sleeping. 
you have to remember puppies do sleep a lot. As they get older, just like a baby, they sleep less and less and less. I think it works wonderful. It's a great way of puppy training. Yeah, it's a lot of work, but as you're going to find out, puppies are a lot of work. So make sure you are willing to put that effort and the patience and that work into having a great little dog or big dog, whichever puppy you got. And after, once that potty training is over, it is more relaxing to an extent because you have a little puppy that has energy that of like a two-year-old. Personally, I think it's worse than a two-year-old. Um, but it gets a little better. Addie took about two weeks, and then I was comfortable to say that she was potty trained. By the time I started training her, training her, to, taking her, I'm sorry, taking her to training classes, she was the only one in her puppy class that was actually potty trained. Everyone was amazed. I said, every 15 minutes outside, it's the only way to get them to go. You have to remember that puppies have very small bladders. So just a little bit of water is going to have them go potty. So my thing, pick up that water. If it's hot out, you could sure you could give the water, you know, when you want. But just remember, 10 minutes later, not 15 or 20, since they had some water, they're going to have to go potty right outside. And what do you do before you go outside? You ring the bell. You go, let's go potty or whatever your command, phrase, or word is going to be. Then you open that door and you take them outside. They go potty, you praise that little girl or that little boy, you walk around, then you could let them play. And a lot of times you, you, you let the leash go, they could walk around, they might pee t a, a, two or three times more. It, it, it is possible. But I think holding and restricting the water until that puppy actually knows that I have to, oh, I have to go potty, I have to go to the door and let them know. Now. Once Addie realized, the first time she rang the bell, we were thinking it was our dog Lucky that did it, but Lucky was sleeping, and Addie rang that bell. And she went outside, and she went potty. We, it was the best, the best thing in the world at the time. Um, but I'm going to say the con of having the bell is with the little one, meaning a puppy, she rang that bell and she would walk outside and just sit on the deck. And it's just like, no, you have to go potty. So when they ring that bell, take them outside to go potty. And I would tell my husband, it doesn't matter if she rings that bell every five minutes when she comes in we have to take her outside because she's still learning. So it, it turned out that Addie just liked being outside on the deck. She still does at a year old. Uh, she'll ring the bell and we'll let her out. And she, she, nine out of 10, she has to go potty. But then she'll come up and sit on the deck or sit on the grass. 
you know, chase the squirrels and play around and jump around and run around. And right now she's eating cicadas and it's so gross. And she's catching grasshoppers. Um, she brought a dead mouse to me in the house from the garage. So yeah, it's fun times with a puppy. <laughs> um, but they are rewarding. She's adorable. Um, but you just have to... You have to just have to be patient. Very, 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 very patient. Um, once the potty training is done and you go to the crate training, or you're, you're going to be obviously doing both. Um, the nighttime crate training is probably the hardest to do in my eyes because that little one has to stay in that crate all night long. So... Do not go to the crate in the middle of the night um, and take them out unless you, you, you will get to know that cry or that bark just like a baby. Moms know that cry that, you know, they're in pain or they got a wet diaper. You will know that certain cry that they need to go potty. So if that is, you open the crate, you pick that puppy up, because if you let him walk to the door, he's going to pee. Do again to the bell, take him outside. There's, there is a, what's the word I'm looking for? There is a formula for how long the dog should be, the puppy should be in the crate. Three months, three hours, four months, four hours, five months, five hours, etc., etc. But at nighttime, it's going to be a little different. You're not, you really don't want to get up every three, three hours just to take him or her out. So what I found to be a great idea and it worked for me was at least three hours before you go to bed. If you go to bed at 10 o'clock and that puppy's going to be going in her crate at 10 o'clock, 7 o'clock, pick up that water and no more water for the rest of the evening. It's not cruel. She's not going to be dehydrated. Um, just take up the water. And if it comes down to that you are going to give her water, make sure she goes out two or three times you know, every 15 minutes before she goes to bed. Especially right before you go to bed. Take her outside to go potty. Put her in her crate. You always, I try to make the crate, and to this day, Addie gets a treat. I tell her it's time to, you know, mommy has to go to work, and she runs to her crate because she's going to get her, I give um, dehydrated duck hearts. It's an all-natural raw um, diet for my dogs. And so I give her those. She loves them. They both love them. Um, and at night I go get her a treat and I tell her it's time to go to bed. We're all going to bed. And she literally runs to that crate and she sits in there waiting with the door open for her treat. So it is possible to train them that the crate is not a bad thing. And I think that is the most thing. You don't use it to punish the puppy. You, the only way to punish the puppy is to say, no, you know, you don't hit the puppy. You don't um, use, you just use a stern no, just like if you were 
uh, disciplining a baby. So crate training and the puppy training is all done now. You're all done with the crate training. Crate training is going well. Puppy training or potty training, I'm sorry. Potty training is all done. Your puppy is going outside. He or she is ringing that bell. You're happy. And then you have an immature little puppy that's running around, biting you, nipping at you. And you're going crazy. By this time, you might be saying, what the heck did I do? What did I get myself into? And yes, I did say the same thing. We haven't had a puppy in a long time. And it was shocking. <laughs> and you forget all the work a puppy is. Um, now we love her. You know, we loved her then. But, you know, we love her even more that she's um, a little grown up. She's still being, she's still a teenager and she's getting in trouble you know, like I said, bringing mice in the house and, and she brings cicadas in the house. Yeah. But so the crate training is all done. The potty training is pretty good. You know, by that time they should be fine. Three, four weeks. I, I believe your puppy will be trained within a few weeks tops. By the time he is ten, he or she is ten weeks old. You can start training him, meaning sit, stay. I have trained clients' puppies from ten weeks old. Um, I have obviously trained her, our Addie. I trained Lucy when she was a puppy, um, and when I was taking care of her during the day, um, I was training her for her new owners. It's possible, and it's really the best time to do it if you get as a puppy. Trust me, you can teach old dogs new tricks. You don't have to say, I'm getting a three-year-old or four-year-old, and they're not going to be learning like if they were a puppy. Absolutely not. All dogs, to me, they're the smartest animal in the world. So smarter than us, in my opinion. But that's besides the point. That's just my opinion. But... It with training, I think the first thing you should sit, stay, leave it, come, wait. That's the most thing. That's the best thing. Um, the first thing you should teach your puppy is watch it. You take a treat in front of your face. Give. Get the puppy's attention. Put the treat in front of his face. Put it in front of your face. Literally, I, I usually put it in front of my nose. And tell your puppy to watch it. Watch me. You could say watch me. I think watch me works a little better. Say watch me. And as soon as that puppy looks at you, good girl. And you treat her. Give her a treat. Once you have that down, pat five, six days, you know, do a whole week of it. All That's all you do. Now you have to remember what a puppy, they have a short attention span, three, five minutes. <laughs> that's about it at that, at, at that age. So if you're going to do throughout the day, 
do two or three 10 minutes. You might not be able to do 10 minutes. You might be able to only do five minutes and that's fine. All, she, all you want to do is get his or her attention and watch me. That's it. She does it, treat her. You could, that's all you have to do. Walk away and, you know, you can come back a half hour, an hour later and just do it again. So once she has that down pat, I would go with sit. And sitting is probably the easiest one to do. You hold the treat, get her attention, tell, say sit and move that treat above her head. So she's going to watch that treat go and all of a sudden her butt's going to go on the ground. And then good girl and you treat her. Give her a treat. I think that the ease that's probably the easiest easiest one to do. Um do that for another week. Come is very important to me because I I think Come is very, is very important because if, if the dog gets out, so you could start by having her on her leash and put your hand up and say, stay, you know, stay. You can do that or you could do just be in the yard and you could have her running around the yard and you could just call her. You know, if I do is, even if I don't have a treat in my hand, I'll pretend like I treat, I have a treat in my hand and I'll tell Addie to come. Eight out of 10 times she comes. And I say eight out of 10 because most, a lot of times, those two times out of the 10, she might have something that she doesn't want and she, she knows I'm going to take it from her. So uh, then she won't come. But that is a, a good thing to learn because if they get out, and she has escaped once or twice now, and it has worked. She knew I, she thought I had a treat, and she did come. So thank God. So um, this, the third thing that I think is very important, there's two, but it's like a, a double sword, is leave it and drop it. Leave it is you could put... Uh, treat in front of them on the floor and you tell them leave it now you start with the leash on and what I did well we were in the training school um, but she's not the only dog that I taught how to do this I did it in the yard with a few puppies too um, you just put treats around wherever you want in the house outside inside it doesn't matter and walk around it during since it's nice out right now you could probably do it outside put treats on the driveway or on the grass and go where those treats are and you know where they are. As soon as she spots it, you tell her to leave it and just tug the leash a little bit. So she knows she has to leave it. Leave it. Leave it. She will learn to ignore it. She'll learn because tugging that leash just a little, you don't have to, you know, pull her <laughs> all the ways to you. You just have to tug her a little bit where you have her attention. And what you're doing is you're breaking that attention to that treat. So if all of a sudden her, her nose is going to be turning and she sees, you know, a chair, she's going to be like, Oh, leave it. That's right. Okay. So I leave that one. And if she does leave it, 
you know, as a, after a few days, she's going to learn that I'm supposed to leave it. Mom says, leave it. Okay. Ignore it and just go. And once Addie started leaving it, she left it and she kept on, it was, I was pretty amazed that she did it, but I trained Lucky to do it. We adopted Lucky at a year old and I took him the training and he, within the first day that he, he, he was a very smart, uh, one-year-old. Um, but Addie is very smart too. I'm not saying that she isn't. She's very smart. It took her a few days, but Hey, we all learn at our different paces and that's what dogs too. That's where the patience comes in. So you have them leaving it. You have them leaving it and it's great. You, you leave it, you sit, uh, come. If you work on come, now you learn how to drop it. Drop it is very important. God forbid they have something that they're not supposed to have. Same with leave it. If you know that they're going to pick up that whatever it is on the floor when you're walking them. If you tell them to leave it, they should ignore it and leave it alone. But drop it is very important too. So let's say uh, Addie got something that she's not supposed to have, which she does all the time. She brings, she has sticks and bark and mice (laughs) and God knows what else. But um, when she does have something that she's not supposed to have, I tell her to drop it, even without a treat now. But when you're beginning, you have a treat in your hand. That treat is going to be more enticing than whatever they have. It should be anyways, a lot of times. And a lot of people use at home. They use pieces of cooked chicken. Um, some use their kibble. I use regu- I use their, um, their treats. Uh, when I was training Addie, I was getting um, dehydrated uh, calf liver, uh, cow liver, or cow or lamb liver. Um, lamb liver, you it's pretty hard, so you can break it off in little pieces, which was great. So you, it's because they all they need is a little teeny piece. They don't need this big, huge piece of treat. So you show her the treat, and I you tell her drop it, and she drops it you give her the treat and you take whatever the object was that she's not supposed to have. And you tell her she's a good girl. You do that a lot. She, they will learn it. They will learn it. Trust me. Addie learned it. Lucky learned it. The only one that didn't learn it was Diamond because she was the queen and what, you know, she never really got anything. She was older when I adopted her. So she never did what, um, Lucky and Addie does. Um, what lucky did, he doesn't get things anymore. He's, he'll be 15 next month. So, um, drop it, leave it, sit, come is one of the best things that you can teach your little puppy. And like I said, after 10 weeks old, start training her, um, or him. You can also go to classes. And I know it's really hard right now with this, this, crappy COVID-19 going on. This whole world is crazy, but you could find a lot of YouTube videos. I think I've heard that some of the classes 
that, you know, some trainers are doing it virtually and showing you virtually how to train them, which is a great idea. Um, you know, it's basically the same thing. I Somebody I know, I'm trying to think who it was, but one of my friends said that, yes, she knew somebody that the trainer was on Zoom with his dog and showing her how to do it, to teach her dog, you know, to leave it or whatever it was, which is a great idea. Great idea. Now, so let's go to you're training your dog. You're feeding your dog twice a day. Uh, Something something that we never expected with Addie as a baby was food aggression. Never, never, never had a dog with it. Never expected to have her have food aggression. She was never like that when we first brought her home. But all of a sudden, when she was five months old, she didn't want Lucky to have any treats. She would go after him. Now, you're, it, it's funny, but then it's not funny. But when you're seven pounds and you're going after your 40-pound brother because he has a treat, um, yeah, it's pretty funny. But you could tell that she was very aggressive. So... I didn't know what to do. I'd never handled that. I never dealt with that. Um, the trainer that I had in class just kept on telling me to tell her no, no, no. And it, it wasn't working. I didn't know what to do. So I called one of my good friends, um, Julio, who is an, a dog trainer. And I asked him, how do I handle this? You know, we love her. You know, we love her and, and I will deal with it and we will get her on the right track. And he told me what to do. And the main thing was, is that she had to be on the leash at all times, just like she was when she was a puppy. It's it's a really a good idea to have your puppy, you know, teaching them not to go on the couch. Um, you could have the leash on at all times. And so if she, she doesn't, she, you don't want her to go on the couch, you could just pull the leash a little, tell her no. Um, some, a lot of people don't do it. Some people do it. It, it is a really, it, it all depends on what you want to do. But with her food aggressive aggression, I had to do something in quick. So Julio told me, keep a leash on her at all times. 24-7, well, besides when she was in her crate. I said, okay, and you have to teach her because she was also, Lucky was not allowed to have any bones or, or a toy. She was aggressively taking it away from him. Basically, she wanted to be the boss, which she wasn't. Lucky is 14 years old and he was the boss. So that he, he said that I had to teach her that he was the boss, not her. Um, so, or really me, but in dog terms, Lucky was higher than she was. So I would have to give Lucky a treat, or not a treat, a bone or a treat, whatever he was having, a toy. And I would have to teach her 
to wait. So I taught her to wait in front of him. It took a lot of patience, a lot of time. I also had to do it with her food, which is really a good thing for everyone to do. I've learned that with, with Addie. It's, you know, I've, I've trained other dogs to do it too. Um, but when it came to Addie, it didn't seem a purpose to me. So I didn't do it until she got food, you know, all of a sudden the food aggression came out. So what I was doing was before her bowl went on the, on the ground, first off, Lucky ate first. So Addie was on the leash. I would tell her to wait and I put my hand in front of her. I told her to wait and sit and wait basically. And she had to watch Lucky eat breakfast and dinner before she ate. So when she was going to eat, she had to wait until that bowl was on the ground and I gave her the command word, okay. Otherwise she didn't eat. If she went after that bowl before I said, okay, I picked it up and I told her to sit and wait. Sometimes it took 15 minutes before she ate. It was a long process and she finally started getting it after a few days and then she'd go backwards and she was fine and then she'd go backwards and then she'd be fine and she'd go backwards. It was a long process. I would be in contact with Julio and he told me that she might not ever, ever, you know, uh, learn or what's the word I'm looking for. She might not ever stop the food aggression, but you can control it where it's just a little, you'll know her triggers. So I said, okay. And the sad thing about that is that a lot of people would have taken her back to the rescue. She has food aggression. I don't want to deal with it. And they would have dropped her off and you would have known what happened to her. And she would have been in home after home after home, most likely. And I'm not like that. My husband and I, my family's not like that. We love her. We are going to deal with ever what's wrong with her. I shouldn't say what's wrong with her, but what issues that she has. We wouldn't give our babies back if there was an issue with the baby. We wouldn't take the baby back to the hospital and say, you know what? I don't know. You know, the kid won't potty train. You know, he's four years old and the kid's still not potty trained. I'm done. Take it back. Can't do that. And I don't believe people should do that with their dogs. So Addie has been a challenge for us. She's a good little girl. She's one of the best little girls that we've had besides Diamond. Diamond was the best. You guys all know that, how I felt about Diamond and how I feel about Diamond. But she has come a long way. Like I said, she's 13 months old now. Um, she still has her leash on when she eats dinner and breakfast. Um, but the last couple weeks, I haven't been holding the leash anymore. So 
she sits and waits for Lucky to eat, and I give her her food. Um, the last couple days, I've been giving them food, their food together, and she has actually been watching him eat. And then she eats. It seems strange that she's so used to Lucky eating first. I think she's just gotten acquainted, you know, just so used to being that way that she'll watch him eat and then eat. Um, there, there are times the last couple of days she was eating when he was eating, but she would then stop and look like, oh, Lucky's eating. Okay, I'll eat. But, and she's been really good. And so there are times, and I taught her, and she's still really good at it, that if she went up to Lucky's bowl, now remember she has her leash on. When she, she goes up to Lucky's bowl, I tell her to wait. She has to wait. And when he's done and he walks away from his bowl, I say, okay. And she looks in his bowl and makes sure that she, he ate everything. And if there's a crumb of anything in there, she'll make sure she gets it. But not until Lucky is done. Now, Julio told me that I shouldn't even let her do that. But um, it hasn't caused any issues between them. So I think it all depends on the dog. Um, but Julio's a lot stricter than I am. But uh, she's been doing very well on that. Like I said, we don't, I don't hold her leash anymore, and she does. I mean, there was a time, you guys, that I couldn't give Lucky a treat. Even with them together, she, wouldn't, she would growl. All of a sudden, she started growling, and I would give them both treats at the same time, and she would drop her treat and go after Lucky. So it got to be, and you're, you know, you're thinking this little dinky dog, how could you be so mean? But it's just, she wants, she wanted to be the boss and that's it. She wanted to be the boss and that was it. And our, our lucky, who's a big old mix, he always wanted to be the boss too. When we had a, another male dog. Once we lost our Seamus and it was just him and Diamond, it was a whole different story. Diamond ruled the roost. He wanted to be boss. He, I always say Diamond let him think he was boss. But she would go right up to him, take a bone right out of his mouth, and walk away. And that's how she had it. And that was it. Lucky didn't like it. As far as Diamond was, she, there's the door you can leave. Addie's a whole different story. She had to be taught and still is being taught that Lucky cannot, because there are times, there are still times that I have to correct her when they're eating. There are times where Lucky will walk away and she'll just go up to his bowl. I could turn around and I could turn around, back around and she's at his bowl and she pushes him away. And I have to correct her. I pull her off the bowl and I say, no, you have to wait. You go to your bowl. And Lucky will come back and eat his food. Um, and there are times that she, she does. You could tell that she gets that mean growl on her. And I correct her. And I tug on the leash a little bit and I tell her, no, 
That's it. You know, you are not the boss. Period. So I hope the food aggression didn't discourage you from getting a puppy because this is the first time in 34 years that I've had a little puppy that had food aggression and it is handleable. You just have to know how to handle it and what to do. Um, if you ever have any questions, you could always, you know, email me at diamondsbonebroth at gmail.com about that. It's having a puppy is so enjoyable. We all know it can be enjoyable. What can't be? Puppies are adorable. They're cute. How can we forget their puppy breath? Their puppy breath, in my eyes, is the best thing. But if you don't train them correctly, you're not going to have a good dog. And you're going to have issues with that dog. So as you're going around, you don't want the dog on your couch. You don't want the dog on your bed. Um, you just teach them not to go on the bed. As Addie got older and she was able, now they can go on my couch. They can, they, um, our dogs sleep. Well, Addie doesn't sleep with us yet. She's in her crate, but Lucky sleeps with us. She will eventually sleep with us too, most likely. But I have a feeling she's going to be in the crate for another year. Uh, that's just how she is. Um, and all dogs are different. We, our Seamus, who was a Great Dane shepherd at 110 pounds, was crated for two weeks. And I am not kidding. Was potty trained, crate trained, didn't even need the crate. After he was probably, we, he was four months old when we adopted him. I think by the time he was five months old, he, he didn't even go in the crate anymore. Well, he grew out of the crate that we had. And then we started saying, well, maybe he doesn't need the crate. Never needed to crate afterwards. So all dogs are different. Um, that's, Seamus was an exceptional dog. He was a very smart dog on that part. But um, we've never had a puppy after that that was able to stay out of the crate like that. And Addie would never, there is no way we could leave her out yet if we just run to the store or at night. There's no way she would get in trouble. And she, I don't know if she would go potty in the house. Um, she probably would, if she would go to the door and ring the bell and no one's home and no one was there to answer the door and open the door. I think she would. So it's, it's to that point that, you know, she has to be trained like that, you know, to, to be able to do, to be left alone. And the easiest way to do that is you're going to be gone for five minutes. You leave the puppy out of the crate to go take the garbage cans out into the front. Take out the garbage. You're going to the garage for a few minutes. You're going to your car. Um, I'm going to run to the store as long as the store is just a few minutes, you know, our store is maybe five minutes away. So I'd probably go be gone for a half hour. That might be a little too long for some puppies at first. Um, I've gone, you could go to your neighbor's house to drop off something and come back. And you come back and you know that there's, look around, make sure there's no accidents. They didn't chew anything. And then you praise them. You don't have to treat them, just praise them. Um, and you, you, 
ease their way into being left out of the crate. And that's the best way to do it. I also recommend cameras. Oh my God, I recommend cameras. Um, we have, we, I got a camera in the house when Diamond was here because I worried about her when I was gone. And best thing I ever did. I still use it. Um, I still use it once in a while. I know she's in her crate. I don't have a camera by your crate. I know some people that do put the cameras by the puppy's crates. But I know all she, I know she does all she does is sleep in there. Um, but I've checked on Lucky before um, on the camera. So I recommend getting a camera for everybody. It's it's a great way to keep track of your your puppies or your dogs at home. Um, but with being left out, it's just a matter of time, 10 minutes, five minutes, 15 minutes, more and more. And eventually the dog will learn how, um, Addie, <laughs> I don't know. I really don't. Um, we haven't tried yet. Um, she's only a year old, so I'm going to give her, I think we're going to try it maybe during the winter. Uh, you know, maybe for, I don't know, maybe a couple months from now, we might try it for leaving for five, 10, 15 minutes and come back. But she gets into trouble. You just have to make sure that there's nothing around that she can get into, uh, like the remotes. <laughs> she loves the Netflix remote. Um, she likes paper and pens. So, you know, a lot of times if you leave your puppy alone, make sure all the doors are closed. They can't go in any of the bedrooms. They can't go into the bathrooms. Uh, like I said, make sure there's toys. If you have kids, pick up all the toys. Put everything up where they can't. Addie is a jumper. So she can get onto my desk literally from the floor and jump up on the desk. She, uh, she's part kangaroo. So, like I said, it might be a little longer for her to be out of the crate. But just keep the doors closed. Everything that you think that they can chew and get at, up off the floor, high enough where they can't get it or jump to get it. So, um, like Addie, um, she has also jumped on my chair in my office and then jumped up on my desk. But she loves pens and she'll, she loves tools. She goes into the garage and if my husband has a tool, just even on, on a table, she'll jump until she gets it. It's just the craziest thing. Um, but that's just the way she is. But eventually she will be out of her crate and being with Lucky. And probably Lucky's going to be like, what are you, crazy? Go put her back in the crate so I can have my peace when you're not home. <laughs> because all she wants to do is play. Um, and Lucky, like I said, is going to be 15 next month. So he wants, he still plays. He still plays with her. Absolutely plays with her. They run around the yard. They run around the house, in the yard, through the door. There you go. <laughs> run around. Um, but Addie would want it to last longer. And Lucky can't, you know, after about give him about five minutes, if that, then he's done. So she gets all riled up and Lucky's like, okay, I'm done, honey. I'm done. I'm an old man. I can't, I can't run around anymore. 
Um, so then she comes looking at us. <laughs> but it's a fun time having a puppy. And if you're thinking about getting a puppy, if you have a puppy at home, congratulations. If you are thinking of getting a puppy, please adopt. So many, so many little dogs need homes. Little puppies need homes. Older dogs need homes. Seniors need homes. Seniors are the best. And there, yes, there are people out there that bring their senior dogs to the pound. Now, sometimes they have no choice. You know, maybe if the owner died and no one could care for the dog, um, you know, and they bring it to the rescue, but adopt. That dog, no matter if it's a six-week-old puppy, well, 10-week-old puppy to a 10-year-old dog, he or she is going to know that you adopted and rescued him and saved him or her life because the rescues get the dogs from the kill shelters. Eight out of 10 times they come from the kill shelters. So they know you are saving their lives and they will love you even more than you could ever imagine ever imagine. So I think I went over everything that um, is more important for training a puppy. And like I said, if anyone has any questions, you could always email me at diamondsbonebroth at gmail.com and ask me the questions. If you have any comments about this episode, more than happy to hear it. And so I'm going to end this episode with my favorite phrase. Go hug your pet today. Love your pet today and every day because tomorrow is not promised. Take it from me and everyone else that has ever lost a pet that they love. Tomorrow is not promised. So go and hug your pet your dog, your cat, your bird, whatever pet you have in your house. So everyone stay safe, stay healthy, wear your masks, and we will have another, I will have another episode up pretty soon and have a lovely Sunday, have a lovely week, and enjoy your weather wherever you are. <music>